you what does that mean <laughs> that means look at you all right <laughs> what's in the background what's what's behind you bunch of wrestling action figures i got the nice. sweetest i got the sweet the sickest one um i i uh i i i had i, I forgot what it was called the show that i had and rowdy rowdy piper came mm-hmm. and he signed uh i remember that signed the figures for me man best day ever man all his yeah. stories his stories were amazing i had no idea the journey that he had to go through to become a wrestler like he went through the trenches man he went yeah the, the luchadors and oh yeah traveling around the world trying to try to get paid at the end of this fight uh they would skip on paying him and oh it, it was just it was amazing because i had no idea the, the side story, the behind the scenes of that He's world. He's such a nice guy, too. I met him a, a, a couple on a weekend when he was doing stand-up. Uh, yeah. Back when he first started. And he, oh, one that's of my right. friends was, was uh, featuring for him. And yeah, I, I, met for, him. I forgot that he tried. He was, doing, was he telling stories or was he doing jokes? M- mixture. Mixture? Yeah. So I just found out, you know, I didn't know if it was like a one-man type story, you know, that, that type of situation, or was he trying to do like, like jokey jokes, you know. No, he, you know, he was he was definitely doing off of his um, his personality and telling yeah. stories, but it wasn't all wrestling stories. It was like cool. some you know jokes, some punchlines as well. So I was watching uh, a, a lot of Netflix, right? So mm-hmm. the one thing that I'm uh, I, I stumbled on was the Ronda Rowdy, Rowdy Ronda, Rousey. Uh, mm-hmm. How do I? Is it Rowdy Ronda or Ronda Ra- Rowdy? Ronda. R- Rowdy, 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 We figured that out. We got through it, man. <laughs> Great story there. I had no idea that her mom was an Olympic judo uh, champion, and then what? she was also an Olympic champion in judo. Mm-hmm. But most importantly, she was friends with Rowdy Rowdy Piper, and that's mm-hmm. where she got Rowdy. I had no idea. Yeah. Oh, really? No idea. It, no, I I, my, my, my mind was blown. I was like, oh, no shit. So that's where she got the nickname Rowdy, Rod, Rowdy Ronda Rousey. Wow. <laughs> it rolls off the tongue, too. Yeah, yeah. it's a tongue twister. <laughs> okay, Ron, how do I, how do I say your, your last name correctly so I don't mess it up? Is it Fonches? <laughs> it's rowdy it's rowdy ron it's rowdy ron it's rowdy ron it's rowdy ron you would really just put some syllables in there <laughs> is it funches <laughs> just funches 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 like, funches yeah. um uh dude you're so funny man and uh i just i just got word that uh uh, Dave's show is not coming back. God damn it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's horrible. I just, I'm not understanding this industry, man. I really don't understand it, man. Something good. I mean, the, the, the chemistry was there. Everyone was flowing. It was very funny. The following was great. I just don't understand this industry that we work in, all three of, all, all three of us. But I don't know. With, with, with social media, I feel like 
I feel like Hollywood just cannot catch up because with social media, we're showing these other numbers, like just how, how people are accepting things and how people want to see this. And, and uh, I, don't, I don't know, maybe I'm not understanding what it is that, they, that Hollywood just doesn't get yet. I, I know I'm talking too much. It just, it frustrates me because <laughs> oh, I thought, I'm right. I'm right I thought the show was blowing up. You know, yeah. I thought the show was great. Yeah, and I, but it's not making sense to me. It's not. I think it's also, you know, I, I, we have to realize that we also live in our comedy bubble, and, you know, and because it's getting over with us doesn't mean it's getting over with the rest of the country. But hmm. I also feel the, the same way that you do. I think it, yeah. at the end of the day, we don't understand the, the, the dollars behind it probably is it. Yeah. Probably like, hey, we're, we're doing just as fine if we're just showing reruns of The Office all day. So why are we going to pay money? Yeah, to do new but content, you know. It, it's, it seems like we're at a point where the consumer drives the market, right? Like because of all the social media stuff, and and because of how we intake uh, uh, content now, it, you would think we were at a point. At you that would point. think that way, but it's also, I mean, I think um, there is just a bigger divide than you even think between like watching something for free and then having to put any type of effort into yeah. watching it. You know, a lot of people. Um, with my podcast itself, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, I, I see the clips, you know, because I post up the clips, but they yeah. don't, they don't take the time to even download the podcast. Mm. I think a lot of times, especially with us, you know, we're like, oh man, these clips are getting over. It's a fun show to go work with, and I think, I think they made a horrible mistake. I don't know any other Comedy Central show where they can book Adam Sandler and Jim Carrey to come in on a on an off day to hang out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> And then just the chemistry, like when you and I are on stage, it's just like, you know, Chelsea, Chelsea lately had that beautiful chemistry with when you had mixed like, you know, the comics with the host and then it just flowed. And I felt like it was, it was hard to duplicate that, that chemistry. And I felt like this show was, it was there. Yeah. It was there, man. It was beautiful. And, and, and the audience sees that. And, and it's so funny because old Hollywood, like they would always go, yeah, they get it in Hollywood. I don't know if they get it in middle America. I feel like middle America is getting stuff that Hollywood's not getting anymore. Is that safe to say? Yeah, I think. I, I, what, I, feel, what? I feel like the people in Ohio are like, yo, that was funny. And then people in like Hollywood are like, I don't think they're getting it in, in middle America. I'm like, no, I don't think you guys are getting it, man. What I think it's scary to me as a as a less established comedian that if like David Spade can't get a show over, well, I don't know what the fuck I could do. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, I don't even have friends like that. <laughs> I can't make a phone call and go, hey, yo, Jim, can you do my show for 30 minutes? Like, are you... Yo, like that was a booking. That was like the booking dream. Like the booking guy didn't have to worry about anything. Like casting the show. Like, are you kidding me? Like, yeah, I'll, I'll get Adam Tuesday. Is that cool? Like, what show can you walk in and, and have that kind of, you know, strength? Like, I just didn't get it. And plus, David is so damn funny, Ron. And I just, I didn't get it, man. I, I don't. I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm expressing because it's just this industry is so. Damn frustrating, man. It definitely seemed like a case of holding on to like an old business model, right? Like, like remember uh, the music industry, the late 90s and early 2000s when they just wouldn't let go of the old model? 
and, and yes. they didn't kind of they didn't understand like what was on the horizon. Yeah, and the streaming and all that. Yeah. yeah, they didn't want to accept it. Yeah, yeah. well, we're 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 gonna sell CDs till we die. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. motherfucker, well, it's well, dead. They were getting eighteen dollars a pop. Why wouldn't Why wouldn't you? Right? Yeah, man, exactly. <laughs> we can't sell it for ninety nine cents a song. That's ridiculous. That won't last. <laughs> Fuck you. Now it's free. <laughs> Yeah, but I agree with you, Joe. That I just think is horrible. I think your your anger is well placed because I think shows like that and shows like Chelsea lately and at midnight is like that's where you could watch comedians develop and where you can yeah. see personalities outside of their stand up and see vehicles that then can be like, oh, okay, this I can now see them in a show. I can see what they would do in a show, yeah. and, and you know, because I think at midnight for me was, did that for me in spades, and I think it's horrible when we don't have an avenue like that for comedians. Exactly, man. Exactly. You know, it's one thing to do stand up and it's one thing to do acting, but like to see where our raw talent comes from, our, our, our skills that we have when, when we just come off the cuff. Those were the shows that showcase that and it's gone. I don't get it. I don't understand how certain shows last 10 seasons and then this one's fighting just to get a, a second season. Don't get it. I, it's gonna be the end of me, man. Uh, I, it's gonna be the end of me, man. It's it. They're really. I don't know, man. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to start. Well, the, don't say that because like you're, you're doing well, man. I don't. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean the end of me as far as like my frustration with Hollywood. It's just like, you know, you're you're put. They're they're pushing us to just stay in this uh, in this uh, what is this? This social media circle, and I swear, like I, you know, I I have a special that I shot. 10 years ago, it was shelved. You know what I mean? I'm not going to give the name of the, the company. But, uh, dude, after Instagram and, 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 and uh, uh, Netflix blew up, I, I'm getting more numbers that, that I've ever seen on that special that was shot 10 years ago. Like, people thinking that I shot it last year. Like, yo, where is this? Can I get it? I'm like, what the fuck? Who are the people running Hollywood that don't understand how to get this stuff? It, it's mind-blowing to me. It's literally, this is a 10-year-old special. I'm talking about my son being three. He's 17 now. <laughs> but people are like, yo, when was this shot? I'm like, oh, God. It's, it's frustrating, man. But I, I guess we get to enjoy stuff like this. You know, the podcast, the streaming. Uh, it, God bless us, man. You know what I mean? To be yeah. a comic this day and age, what a beautiful, what a beautiful thing. Yes, the show's been been canceled but at least you and i can still live on through social media and keep our careers going like this we don't have to yes. like i i can only imagine how it was in the 80s and in the early 90s where they're like yo my show was canceled i guess i'm done <laughs> i guess i guess my poster is always gonna say uh, saved by the bell for the rest of my life. It, it sucks, I mean, well, that's you know? kind of that's what sucks right now, though, about dealing dealing with the COVID and stuff. Is that we always have that background of like, well, at the end of the day, I think that's what made a specialist stand up. Is at the end of the day, if, if acting wasn't going well, something else wasn't going well, you can always go, oh, fuck it, I'm going on the road, you yeah. know. And yeah. right now that feels less less secure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 So now I'm just like, you know those auditions I said I didn't like? I didn't like the premise. You know, bring that back. Yeah, can I, let me read the script again. Yeah, maybe I didn't look at it in the right light. Maybe, maybe the audition wasn't too far. I could probably go now. 
Dude, you remember when you used to get that? You get a call and you're like, it's in Culver City. Man, I ain't going to Culver City. Oh, man. No, I I'll go. Really, I'll go now. Yeah, no. I was rarely getting out of those days. I, all my auditions, I was like, oh, 5 o'clock? All right. They just, they just wanted to waste their time with me. Uh, <laughs> Drive back for two hours. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll do it. <laughs> Oh, oh, you! Yeah. I'm the last audition. <laughs> well, let's just say no to that. You couldn't give me prime time at 11? Oh, yes, that's exactly what I You know what I'm talking about? Yes, when they're fresh. When they're yeah, when they're fresh. When you're, when you're ready, you got coffee. Now yes. you want to – not on the way out. Oh, oh yeah! Whole mental game like they didn't even want to fucking see me. No. They thinking about they thinking about the ride home because I know I'm thinking about the drive home. A five, you, Rod, a five hour, a, a five o'clock audition. You know what that is? That means you don't come home till seven thirty. I ain't going. <laughs> I ain't going. <laughs> Hell no, bro. I drove down. Uh, I drove down Hollywood Boulevard with my son, and the mommy and the, the grandma. Ghost town, man. That's Ghost crazy. town. It's crazy to even witness. I, I mean, I wish people, you know, people from, you know, people that don't live in, in L.A. They don't know what that is. You know, let me just explain to you. We are we are twenty four seven packed. Mm -hmm. The streets are packed. The, the clubs are packed. The, the restaurants are packed. And to see it just completely shut down. I saw a Sephora with uh, wood on the windows. Wow. No, not so, Sephora. Yeah, and when <laughs> Sephora's down, the world is down. That's, that's not essential? That's essential <laughs> in Hollywood. <laughs> let, me, let me tell you how gangster Sephora is in Hollywood. They bought out Dupars, a fucking right? a, a historic landmark that's been here before actors, and they bought that shit out and put crazy. makeup in it. That's how fucking shallow we are in Hollywood. You know, it's that. crazy. Yesterday, I saw, I saw a photo yesterday of, of the landscape of L.A. Like, yeah. I, I think it was like from the, from the hills. Yeah, and you could actually see everything. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like beautiful, because, no yeah. smog, no nothing. That's, it's yeah. it's crazy, man. I guess that's the one thing we can take home from COVID. We don't have smog. <laughs> I can <laughs> breathe air. Positive. It is a positive. It is a positive, man. Yeah. Cleaner air. Yeah, man. Cleaner air. We. I was. I was joking around with uh Andre about that earlier. Mother Earth is like having the time of her life. <laughs> Mother Earth right. is Mother Earth is having a spa day during COVID. She's like, "Oh my God, I'm loving Earth today." Uh, my son, my son, boy or girl, Ron? Boy, boy. How old? He's sixteen. He'll be seventeen uh, in oh, ooh, about fourteen days. Dude, oh, wow. seven days with Joe, right? Joe, my son's going to turn for so your son and my son are going to wait, AJ. And then my daughter is the same day as Joe, yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Dude. 17 as well? 17. Oh, oh wow. Oh, no, his daughter my is daughter will be 21. 21. Finally. Wow. Yeah. This is a shitty dad, by the way, Ron. He tried to get his daughter in a goddamn <laughs> nightclub at 20. <laughs> for my birthday party. And then he sighed at me like this. He went like this. Uh, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> you trying to get us all in trouble? 
Man, yeah. I promise. I am promised. I'm like, man, this is Vegas. But oh, no, is this, the, is this gonna be the is this gonna be the worst twenty first birthday ever though? Ever, ever. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, oh, this is gonna be God. the worst seventeenth birthday. Right. The safest twenty first birthday. The <laughs> Best for me. Worst for yeah. her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're like, I know exactly where you are. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> that is your nightmare though huh andre oh your oh, nightmare 100%. is totally her turning 21 and now look thank you covid <laughs> thanks covid for making a dad's dream come true this bitch is in the living room <laughs> which is where i wanted her on her 21st birthday we're in pjs watching a movie oh right? <laughs> And here's the best. You can't even have company. Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. This is the one day dad gets to go, fuck your friends. <laughs> Ron, your, your, your son turns 17, so does mine. Mine turns 17 on the 21st. Uh, when's yours? On the 23rd. Oh, my oh, wow. God. That's crazy. Same kid. Um, <laughs> it, it, you know, this is going to be a memory that we're going to remember for the rest of our lives, man. It's so crazy. What do you plan on doing? Because I have no idea what I'm going to do for this kid. Yeah, right now. I, I, I feel so bad. So, oh, well. Um, but I'm kind of lucky with my son because he, he's like a real rule follower. So for when, what he's excited about turning 17 is that he can play M-rated games and watch <laughs> R-rated movies. <laughs> And so that's what the plan is. I'm going to get him an M-rated game. And yeah. Movie. Yeah, yeah. He's and been just, waiting on this day, huh? Yeah, yeah. Just run amok, son. N-17 <laughs> is yours. <laughs> well, I don't want him to know about that one yet. <laughs> that's great, man. Are you cool, Dad, Ron? Uh, I mean, I'm pretty chill. He's just also have a really good son. He's a big nerd. He loves, yeah. he's like a rule follower to a T, yeah. like kind of like that. I think I was so chill and so cool that I created a son that craves discipline and craves rules and he loves church. Yeah. He loves like, like this um, online school stuff. The, the teachers are calling me being like, oh, he's the first one turning in his schoolwork. He's like, <laughs> I'm just like, oh, I would have beat what? it up. Like, I'm to tell this kid to relax, man. <laughs> yo, yo, hey, look. yo, Ron, the school called us twice and they were like, hey, man, can you wake up and then wake up your son? <laughs> I'm like, man, I ain't up till 12, bro. I'm a comic. <laughs> yeah, he's got this business possibility. <laughs> man, this, this homeschool is bullshit, man. I can't wake up. I sure as hell ain't going to help him with homework. So fuck it, man. He's going to have to start uh, his junior year over. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I saw a, home, a homeschool video. Like a, it was like a Zoom, like similar to this, like a Zoom yeah. homeschool class. Yeah. And... These kids were just the fucking worst. around, bro. They don't give a shit. I saw one I kid roll lying. a blunt. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a kid and I... <laughs> And the teacher just still teaching and this motherfucker just and all the other kids laughing. Yeah, I saw a kid uh, making a, a TikTok video during the history course. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yo, man, we are I raising. I like that stupid. blunt kid though, because at least he's he's still sitting there at the lesson. You know, he didn't That's take true. off. <laughs> That's true. That's You're right. True. He's Good listening. Point. Yeah, Good he's point. listening. Yeah, he brought it. He brought his anxiety down. He wanted to focus. He wanted to focus. Can't get mad at that kid. <laughs> hey, at least that kid was rolling a blunt and paying attention. This is my son during lessons. <laughs> Out asleep. He's laying on the bed, Dre, with the fucking laptop sideways. I don't. <laughs> I even told the principal, I was like, dude, what do we do during these times? This is new for yeah. the world. I go, I don't yeah. even know how to. How do I discipline him? He's a kid. Like, what do we do? It's this isn't even real right now. Like, you want him to go to no, school, motherfucker, log in. <laughs> you want him to log in. Get the fuck out of here, man. <laughs> what? Yeah, he's like, he's like, you want him to watch porn or go to class? Which one? <laughs> you really want him to take you really Pouring the left, cool to the right. You want him to take it out. Which tab do you think he's going to open? <laughs> I had to be blatantly honest, Ron. I was like, look, teach. You know, while you're teaching math, my son has his hand on his dick, right? You know that. <laughs> Dude, this is crazy, man. I love that you're uh, – uh, you're you're that dad though, Ron. I, I take the same approach, man. Relax, cool. But the fact that you have this kid that likes rules, God bless you, man. I don't know how you did that. No, I'm know. lucky. It's you got lucky. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, mommy, is the mommy uh, and you together or no? No, no. We've um, I've had sole custody of him for a while. For oh, uh, what? Yeah. Dope. Yeah, yeah. That's dope, dope, dude. Me and the mommy are best friends, man. So that's even I, better, man. Yeah, that, yeah, it's been a blessing. Uh, I got a, I got a guest house on my on my property. So she's right over here at the guest house, and literally, uh, she's been staying with us this whole time. And when she leaves, they act like Andre. You should see them every time they leave. They act yeah. like they're going five miles. <laughs> <laughs> it's right there. It's it's fourteen feet. These motherfuckers put on raincoats, an umbrella. I'm like, you're going to be there in six seconds. It's 17 steps. You remember that time I – remember that part where I said uh, homeschooling? <laughs> yeah. And the parents are stupid? Yeah. Perfect example. Gotta How did I in? You can't get through a full interview on 5%, Joe. And I, that's exactly what I had. <laughs> I'm going to take a screenshot and show you. That's exactly what I had, you asshole. That's exactly what I had, 5%. I even, I even told myself, I go plug in before you start the interview. And then when it came on, I saw Ron. I was like, hey, Ron. <laughs> what are those action figures behind you? <laughs> I got action figures too. <laughs> oh, God, I'm an idiot. Ron, I'm sorry, man. No worries. And, uh, I love you so much, Ron. Uh, how long have you been doing stand-up now? Uh, it'll be 14 years in October. Mm. 
14? Mm -hmm. I had no idea. Mm -hmm. You started in 19, oh, 19, 2006. Yeah. And where, where at? What city? Portland, Oregon. Portland, Oregon? Yep. Oh, shit. And you know I'm from Tacoma. Yeah. 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 We're both from Tacoma. Yeah. We're both from Tacoma, man. I don't know why people, when they go, oh, I'm from Portland, and people from Tacoma go, <laughs> I'm from Tacoma. I know. Several hours <laughs> away. Thanks, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> I do it every time. I do too. I, I do too. I do too. Every time someone goes, I'm a Trailblazer fan. Bro! <laughs> from Tacoma, Washington. <laughs> Thank you. Ah, yeah, I just thought I'd tell you that. Yeah, I live uh, a border and two and a half hours away. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, but we always go back and forth up that highway. You know yeah. how that? Yeah, for sure. Dome, watching some pro wrestling at the Tacoma Dome. Oh, wow. Man. That's so crazy. He said, Tacoma Dome. Yeah. Bro. Dude, so anyways, Michael Jackson sold out the Tacoma Dome three times, right? He was on a world tour. It was the bad tour, right? And my Uncle Charlie bought me tickets. And I, I, had, I had 17 rows on the side. And, you know, this is, this is the bad tour. So you saw it. They, Entertainment Tonight, everyone was – every time we did a, a country, they would televise it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Everywhere they would just show, show where Michael was coming. And then all of a sudden, the end of the tour was going to be the form, but the last stop was the Tacoma, the Tacoma Dome. I don't know if you remember this, uh, 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 Dre, but it was 1988. Okay. This motherfucker lands. Of course, all the cameras are there watching the plane land. Right? Michael Jackson's here. Breaking news. Michael's here. Everyone that got their tickets 10 months ago, he's finally here. Oh, I can't wait. He canceled. Oh. And guess what I did? And guess what I did? Oh, by the way, it was the only show he ever canceled. This guy did 5,000 shows, and he canceled in Tacoma, three of them. I ran to my room crying. Grown man. <laughs> I waited 10 months. I waited 10 months. Never came back, man. It was the only show he uh, canceled was the Tacoma Dome. Crazy. Well, I mean, I've done a few shows at the Tacoma Underground, and I can, I can see his side. <laughs> Bro, you ain't lying, man. <laughs> you are not lying. But Tacoma's different now. Tacoma's yeah. beautiful now. Yeah. But uh, you're an asshole, Ross. <laughs> he said Tacoma underground. You know how bad it is? <laughs> That's old school Tacoma. The Tacoma Comedy Club is beautiful, by the way. Yeah. Have you played it, Ron? Yeah, that's a much better yeah. club. But yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, Tacoma Underground. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, that's our that's our hometown, and uh, uh, I, I love it, man. And it's so crazy that you're from Portland because I, Ron, went through a heavy stage of depression when I lived there because of the rain and the weather. Um, and how were you during that time? Like, did the weather have an effect on you? Yeah, was comedy your outlet because comedy was my outlet. Oh, yeah, no, you know, it, in, in Oregon, it would just be gray for months at a time, yeah. and, and seasonal depression was a real big issue, especially when I even, when I started stand-up and open mic, and we all kind of would check in on each other in, like, no, November, December, when it was just gray for weeks at a time, but yes, I think yeah. stand-up has always been a big help for that, and, yeah. and writing, meditation, things like that, and then now, yeah. later on, you know, I'm going to started going to therapy that's been a big help for that yeah for sure man i always say that uh my stand-up is therapy i say it on stage every time i go 
I go, if I can tell you guys about my personal shit and laugh about it, and you guys laugh and, and accept it, then I know that I'm okay. But that, that means you guys need to talk to somebody too. <laughs> <I go laughs> like you guys are my doctors. The, the, the cool thing is you're paying me to hear my stories. <laughs> but you guys need to get a doctor. And sit, you, know, you need to sit down and talk because it's good, man. It, it feels good to let that shit out. And, you know, I, I, I embellish a little bit, but, uh, but, uh, but those are real stories. Like mm -hmm. those are the ones, those are the things that fucking depressed me at one point in my life. And, and to laugh about it now and to see other people laugh and relate, that feels good. So I was never a fan of therapy, Ron until I really understood what therapy was and now I get it and, and I enjoy it. And, and, and that's, that's awesome. You said it. And Dre always preaches it. For sure. I don't know if you know this, Ron, but this Dre, this motherfucker, I love this guy. You know, whenever I'm like out, I just, I, I literally, I call Dre because for some reason he sees light where, uh, where I think, uh, where I think death is. <laughs> <laughs> And that, and that's a cool thing, man. Like people need to talk. Like just perspective, you know, man. Perspective. Yeah. So that's cool that you do that, Ron. Yeah. yeah. Bless you for no, that, man. Too. No, I think uh, especially. Um, I think Andre can back me up on this, but in the black community, it's always sometimes been looked down upon as far as like being weak and and not and you want to be strong and and holding yourself. Sure. But I always felt like you know there's nothing stronger than being open and knowing that you got problems and i mean to me nothing's worse than someone who who doesn't want to talk to nobody claim they don't have feelings and then they go around punching walls and windows and don't know why crying in the middle <laughs> of the night <laughs> <laughs> and that's true man that that stigma has a lot of people you know walking around with a lot of heavy shit on their back you know what i mean and and and, and that's why you get a lot of like people just like going off the deep end on each other because they're just yeah. carrying around a lot of baggage, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, man. So it's, it's, it's good. It's good to get it out. Get it out and talk. And when you talk to someone, make sure your computer is plugged in. Don't start the <laughs> conversation at 5%. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, right now in the pandemic, you, you have a uh, therapy appointment, a Zoom therapy appointment with oh my 3, God, 3 so on your computer, like an, emergen like an emergency? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, listen up. I got a lot of shit to say. I only got three minutes to say it. <laughs> it's kind of cool to see. Tell you you're wrong, you know? You just. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right before he says his diagnosis, the fucking thing shuts off. Just goes black. I guess I'm healthy. <laughs> it's kind of cool to live. Were your parents together, Ron, when you were growing up? Uh, no, not my, my, no, not since I was like four years old. Yeah. And it's same with you, right, Dre? Yeah. It's same with me. And it's kind of cool that we, uh, I, I feel like that that time, uh, when parents would divorce, there was this whole thing about get a lawyer and fuck that bitch. And it was, it was also praised in the community. Like, like they would make jokes about it in TV shows and movies. Like, yeah, fuck that bitch, or uh, or uh, uh, he, he's never going to see the baby. You know what I mean? Right. Like it, that was the mentality, and that's how it was portrayed when divorce would happen. And I feel like us three, it's it's the opposite. I feel like that effect is kind of like the old school mentality. And I feel like I, I love where we're moving. And and I always try and say that on stage. It's like, dude, like the only person that suffers is the kid. Yeah. And you know, and you have a healthy, strong environment, like. 
positive dad. Like, you know, you got Ron with, you know, raised <laughs> you with the two kids, you know, me and the mommy still to get, not, not together, but you know, right. we're, we're raising yeah. the kid as if we are. Right. I love that movement, man. And I feel like, uh, I feel like how my parents were when they divorced is just a thing of the past. And it's just cool to see us three right now talking about being good parents at, at, at a time like this. Uh, it's just, it's just, it's just beautiful. I, I had no point when I said no, that. I, it, it's, I, a, it's a I, lot. It's just cool to hear is. Yeah. It's a lot healthier environment to grow up in. If you're a kid. Yeah, right? man. I mean, yeah. To, to be able to be able to, to come to dads and have dad take you to moms and you and mom and dad hang out together. And you know what I mean, like, yeah, man. because you still I, get that, that semblance of a, of a family. Right. Yeah, yeah. man. And, and I just love the fact that the dad figure is no longer portrayed as like, yo, fuck that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, no. I, yeah, Let me see yeah. my baby on Saturday. Like man, <laughs> that shit is so darn and old. And, and if there's people with that mentality still fucking grow up, it's done. That shit is stupid. That's a stereotype that, that I feel our parents used to live and, 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 and use it as their model. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, well, if we're divorced, then I need to see my kid at least on Saturday, and then I'll give you the money when, when you go buy shoes. Like, get the fuck out of here, man. Yeah. Like, I feel like, 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 like I saw that growing up, you know, and, and, I, and I hated it. And I remember how I felt, and I don't want my son to feel that way. So it's so cool to see all three of us uh, not learning from, from those mistakes. Well, Sorry, that was no, even. I love that. I love talking about that type of stuff. I, and I think what it is is it's like we're a reaction to that. You know, we know yes. how how how. I don't want to speak for anyone. I'll speak for myself. But I know how it hurt me. I know how mm -hmm. it still affects me. I don't. I still don't know how to tie a tie. But at this point, yeah. I'm. <laughs> if I book something where I wear a suit, I'll make the wardrobe lady tie the tie. So. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. <laughs> But I, dude, I love you, Ron. You're so funny. <laughs> Look, I still don't know how to tie. To tie, and I got action figures behind me, and I'm almost forty. <laughs> Fuck you, Dad. <laughs> I got a basketball hoop on my door. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. Yeah, absolutely. Look at these. Look at these goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> You think I'll ever grow up, Ron? <laughs> <laughs>
protecting them and raising them is something yeah. I, I wouldn't want, I wouldn't wish on my worst enemy, you know? Yeah, that's 100% true. And what's crazy, Ron, is they don't know that they missed that. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Is that what you're saying, yeah, though? No, like, that's exactly what I mean. Yeah, yeah. But then I remember, I mean, I think like, you see it in, in growth and maturity and, and men in general. I mean, I, there was a line I heard in a Jay-Z song recently where he just talked about how he couldn't imagine another, another nigga teaching his son how to play basketball. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, yeah that hurts. That, that hurts. <laughs> yeah. we grew, that we, just hurt me right now. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that just hurt me right now. That just put a tear in my eye right now. Because there was a point where I was on the road so much, Ron, that, uh, you know, my son's, you know, my, it, it's like a family uncle. Uh, and, you know, he was the one to take him to the court first. And I was so wrapped up in that, that, that I had to. There was the only way I could pay the bills, man. Mm -hmm. So I was doing Wednesday through Sundays, bro. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Come home Sunday, sleep Monday, sleep Tuesday. I'm back Thank on a plane. Yeah. So, I mean, I sacrificed a lot, but I, I know what you, that, that line right there just fucking hit me really, really hard. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But, uh, but thank God, you know, because this, you know, thank God I was able to get in as soon as I did. Man, you just hit me really hard. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Is it, is it safe yeah. to say that, that our, our generation of children were, we were kind of used as like bargaining chips a little bit in, in between the parents? Is yeah, that, is that safe to say? Like we, they, we yeah. became we became like this, this uh, pawn in the in, and, and I mean as a generation. I'm not speaking for anybody uh, individually. Just as yeah. a generation, I think that was kind of the idea. Like, yeah, the kid goes with one parent, and now we fight over who gets what. Yeah, time. It's so stupid, right? Yeah, yeah. And I think I think this generation is we've kind of just been like, fuck it, I'm not gonna play the game. Nah, yeah, nah, no, that's a perfect example. Us three right now, it's, yeah. it's so cool. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I so, want to see more. More in Hollywood is the portrayal of dads less as this, because you know, for for many a year, that's what we grew up was that bumbling dad, that dad that wasn't around, that dad that yeah. was always, you know, just just talking shit and not a great person. And mom was always <laughs> right. Mom was always, you know, and, yeah. and that's fine. But I I love. I would love to just see some more characters where, where the dad's a good guy, you know? Yep. Yep. Yeah, 100%. Based on our lives. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. He's a little fucked up. He's a little fucked up, but he all right. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, Ron, you're the shit, dude. Thank you so much, man. Of course. I really appreciate you, man. You're a funny uh, person. You're a nice person. Uh, and and uh, well, I mean, I know we're locked up until the end of uh, April, but uh, when we go back outside, do you continue touring? What's going on? Yeah, continue touring, hopefully. Um, I'm working on a game show for, for Quibi called Nice One that'll be out at sometime in May. So nice. people want to check that out. <laughs> and, and, and Quibi is, uh, if you guys don't know, a ton of money has been invested into Quibi. It's the new, uh, I don't even know how to say it. it it's, it's, it's fast. It's in your pocket. It's, it's good content. Obviously, they got Ron. And uh, uh, yeah, everything's going to be like that eight-minute window, right? Yeah, eight, just, ten minute eight, window. Ten minutes. It's just, you know, quick bites. Brilliant. Was about, and what I just like, quick, you know, quicker. 
what I found out, because at first I was, you know, a lot of people were like, what is this? You know, 10 minute shows or whatever. But I was like, oh, wait, the check is the same? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> we taping three episodes in the day? Come on. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's cool, man. It's smart. It's a smart concept, man, because if you think about it, 10 minutes is usually the ex- the, the attention span right now. Mm-hmm. It really is. So it makes you write faster. It makes you a better writer. Yeah. You need to get to that content quicker. You need to get those jokes out faster. And, uh, and that's it. You got 10 minutes to grab these people. And, and the thing is, before they even lose interest, the show's fucking over anyway. Yeah. So how's you that? Got out all the fit. <laughs> We're taping about half an hour. What I like about yeah. it is that it is kind of like that. What I, I loved again was at midnight. So I kind of want to do like a spiritual successor of that. So it's three comedians talking jokes about things, and then they turned it into a one-on-one niceness battle, and that's it. Yeah. And it was the same thing. I wanted to showcase like my friends and people who I love comedically and see if we can you know help them develop and get more eyes on them so i hope people yeah. check it out that's what we need man you're amazing ron ron can you do one of my shows just come up <laughs> yeah sure do one of my shows man yeah i, I, I like to see what the other side lives like <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna love it. You're gonna love it. <laughs> Go, I'm going into shows. I'm going into these buildings. You got plaques. You got plaques out front. Yo, <laughs> Coy, 14 shows in a row, sold out. And I'm out there looking at a half field. <laughs> Come do one with me, Ron, please. <laughs> Absolutely. If you, if I you, would love you invite it. me, I, I will come do a show. Absolutely. Dude, I love you, Ron. I love you too, Joe. I mean that, dude. You're amazing. You're amazing talent, and Hollywood has been blessed to have you. So support Ron. Go see him live. But most importantly, uh, that show on Quibi comes out when? Comes out uh, supposedly May 25th. Who knows? You never know. But yeah. sometime in well, May, just look out for it on Quibi. I'll be posting about it. Also, you can check out my podcast, Getting Better with Ron Funches. I'd love to have you on it as well. But we just yes. talk about uh, what some of my favorite people about getting better at their life and their craft. And I give people a lot of praise. I had like That's Conan cool. O'Brien, Stone Cold Steve Austin. So we, we get a mixed, mixed group. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. I was going to say bye to you, but, but, but you, you threw on Stone Cold uh, Steve Austin. All right. Hurry up real quick, real quick. Best WrestleMania, go. Go, <laughs> go. No, no, tell me which one. Best, tell me best which man, one. Rock versus Austin. The Rock versus yeah! Austin. <laughs> so good, so good. All right, all right. One more, one more, one more, one more. Uh, 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 when mankind uh, fought. Um, oh God, what is what's his name? God oh, damn it. Uh, oh God, what's his name? Uh, uh, with the mask. <laughs> When, oh, mankind with the mask, but when he fought uh, The Undertaker. Okay. Mm-hmm. Number one. Number one or two. Two was set rigged, was it not? <laughs> <laughs> I might have some news for you, Joe. <laughs> was, was number two rigged? Because <laughs> number one, number one, number one, when the, when the roof caved in, that shit was not planned. But number two was rigged. Oh, when the oh, when the roof popped open, yeah, it's planned to pop open for sure. But it, I don't think it was supposed to open so violently. That oh, so one, it was it was supposed to open. Yeah, well, the the when it when it, when it popped open, it had it tied to zip ties that were supposed to open, but it was supposed to at least give him some cushion, and it kind of just 
popped open and he fell through. I did not know that. Crazy. Okay, there you go. So Yo, I thought number died. one. He definitely I, died. Yeah, man. If he, do you know what we're talking about, Trey? No, no idea. So the Undertaker took him and threw him on the roof of the of the cage. It was a cage match. So okay. I think that was like what twenty feet up in the air. Mm-hmm. Sure. The the fucking roof opened up and he just fell all the way down. Oh shit! Tooth tooth popped out. And he continued to fight. Crazy. Because he's fucking crazy. Yeah. So I felt like the second one, they rigged it just to make it look like the first one was planned. That's what I always thought. <laughs> I always thought that for years. So I wanted to ask a guy that was in love with wrestling as, as, as much as I was. But uh, that, was, that was one of the most amazing matches. You have to watch it, Dre. It was fucking amazing, man. Yeah, it's meme material now, man. Yeah, man. Unbelievable. All right. I'm sorry about that. Uh, I brought that <laughs> up. Aaron be sorry about talking to wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> I love you so much, Ron. Andre, I love you, dude. Love you, bro. Stay good, you guys. Thanks, Ron. And, uh, Thank you, I love Trey. you guys. Pleasure. Thank you, Ron. Thanks. Bye, you guys. Don't fake it. Just bust a move. This joint is going to get you in the mood. Starbands Avenue, a podcast, <clears throat> a podcast network.